Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Chris Smith. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of The Co-Team. Please welcome Chris Smith. Well, hey, Chris. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. Well, folks, we're, uh, we've got the great opportunity to talk to Chris Smith of the co-team uh, today. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of the latest blogs that, that he's written uh, and just got posted this past week. And we're going to do a little deeper dive into this, essentially. So the, the name of the blog is uh, What Comes First, Your Priorities Say A Lot. And boy, that's that's sure true. Uh, Chris, you talk about uh, uh, being with an integrated, uh, or I'm sorry, being with a, a group of integrators uh, when this subject came up. Can you can you tell us uh, maybe not where you're at, but a little bit more about that story? Sitting sitting with groups of integrators, I do this regularly, whether it's part of buying groups or leading kind of uh, mastermind sessions, and I often hear people sit down and say. You know, we're all about this. And then very shortly after, it say, actually, we're all about this. And then we're all about this. And so they seem to have all of these, quote unquote, priorities. And in which case, we, we clearly know that none of them are really priorities. Right. And so what it makes me question whenever I hear something like that is, so what is it really? And what do you choose to prioritize above everything else and at the expense of the others? And it started to lead into this really interesting discussion, which led to the blog post that you saw and read. Yeah, and, and, and you start off with something you hear people say all the time, right? Um, in, in Chris's blog, he says, uh, you, know, you might talk to a company and, and, and you say, well, what are you guys all about, right? Man, we are client first. So, so Chris, what's wrong with that? Why should they be client first? Where, where, what possible problems could be caused by that? <laughs> <laughs> This position will likely get a lot of groans and uh, immediate objections from the crowd, which is totally fine. Um, but I would ask it this way. When we say we're client first, I would then like you to say, and at the expense of, and when you say at the expense of, you then have to imagine that it's at the expense of your employees and at the expense of your company. And I look at that discussion and I'd say, I don't think that that's quite right. I believe, on the other hand, that while, yes, you want to make clients happy and it would be amazing to offer a really great, fantastic service-based business, 
it's truly important to put your employees in your business first, because if you don't, there aren't any clients to be served. And so I think trying to promote conceptually the idea that your employees are first by your policies will lead to having really great employees. It will make your business better and it will make your customers significantly happier. And I think if you come at it from the other angle, you're going to end up with really bothered employees that won't serve your business and definitely won't. Yeah, serve I've, I've seen uh, uh, Richard Branson's done a lot of posts on this where he talks about version. And, and that's kind of his core principle is that if you take care of your employees, you make your employees happy and the employees will take care of your customers. And it just it, it keeps, you know, kind of going around and around and around that, like that. So what are uh, what are some examples that, that you're likely to see uh, in, in the employee first uh, concept? How do you how do you foster that? I think the, the very first one is being respectful of your employees time and the policies that you create as a business around respecting your employees time and also how your clients respect your employees time. And so, for instance, if we're busy handing out personal cell phone numbers of our staff to our clients, and those clients are able to access our employees whenever they want, however they want, that does not strike me as, a, as an employee-first business. If we don't set proper structure as to how clients interact with our staff, and it's streamlined communication, one method, one phone number, a triaging system, et cetera, it tells us that we're not employee first. Um, and then I think the other side of it would be the way that we respect the employee while they're on vacation. Um, same idea. Do we have a business structure that's set up that enables the employee to be away up yeah. to and including the owner of the business, right? Or that also an employee of the business. And I think if we're truly thinking about the employee first, then we're creating that structure and process that enables the system to function without that employee in it. Yeah, I would think this would really have, uh, <clears throat> focusing uh, on employees first, would really have a big impact on employee retention. Hundred percent. I think you can really see the reality of what type of business you have as a function of the turnover of the employees in that business. So just the sheer idea of churn, but then also duration of employment. And if we see a high rate of turnover, it's possible that we're not hiring well, but it's also possible that we don't have policies set up that create a long-term vision. When you, I know you meet with a lot of, of uh, business owners uh, across the country, and I'm sure this subject comes up quite a bit. How do you, uh, what questions are, should they be asking themselves? In other words, what questions are you asking them to try and determine where their mindset really is at on this uh, type of subject? One of the very first things I would ask is, have you spoken with your employees about the way that they feel? And th this is a really interesting discussion, big picture, I think. As owners and as leaders of a business, it's often that we're trying to set tempo. We're trying to go out or try to provide these things to people. And, and sometimes we do it without actually checking in with the folks that we're providing it to and for their benefit. 
And as a result, even if we have the best of intention about how we're trying to approach them or the policy or the procedure, what have you, we haven't actually checked in to make sure that we're delivering on what their expectation is or that we actually delivered on that expectation. And so one of the very first things that I think is important is to actually check in with your people. What would you like? It's not always that we can deliver exactly what they're asking for. And in fact, in some cases, it's actually just not possible. But at least by having the dialogue and the conversation, you have an opportunity to address their concern, to truly understand it, and to be able to deliver on the things that might make them happy. Um, I think yeah. without doing that, even with the best of intention, it's possible to miss the mark. Um, and so start there. I think after that, it's really important to be able to have an ongoing dialogue with your employees about the whys and the why nots. Hey, we can absolutely do that. And here's where it's going to be in our development plan. Or there's a reason why we can't do that. And here's why. Um, but I'm open to other ideas that might be different than that. And so I think starting from that position really helps empower and enable the employee set to be a part of sense. the solution. Well, good stuff there, Chris. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us uh, this week. And and hopefully you've uh, smartpreneurs are out there driving around. And you, you've uh, picked up some some good tips from Chris today. Uh, it occurs to uh, to us that of course uh, you might want to get in touch with Chris. You know, maybe your business is stuck and and uh, you feel you could uh, uh, have a little bit of help from uh, from a business master such as Chris. Uh, so, Chris, what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you? Feel free to reach out to me right via the, email. Right underneath his, uh, the his uh, face there as well. So, Smartpreneurs, thanks for joining us this week on the Smartpreneur Podcast uh, by Simply Reliable. We enjoyed uh, being with you, and tune in again next week for more info. Thanks, Chris. Thanks.